Is there anyone out there? Can you hear me? In this space and time, two men embark on an elevated quest through cinema to bring you the most compelling movie reviews in existence. Your host Joe Darian travels through content with ludicrous speed, dodging spoilers, evading reviews, and seeking the unknown, possibly under the influence. Be prepared for foul language, strong opinions, loud outbursts, and occasional burping. Just know this is a safe journey, and this is all in good fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. This is Joe and Darian. I'll say, well, I'm Joe. I'm Darian. And we are at, at the, the movies. movies. Pardon uh, for the little noise in the background. Yeah, we got you, some you, drums. You we know. got some yeah. aspiring musicians in the house. Yeah, you probably won't hear it, so. Uh, but we do. But we do right now. It's, it's very loud. Very loud in your face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, this is also the, just wanted to say, this is the spinoff podcast of A Few Deep. So if you go to a few deep.com or you go to uh, uh, my Instagram on all Jose, you'll find the link and uh, this podcast goes in there. So you will hear it uh, and it'll just say Joe and Darian at the movies and then this whatever. whatever Instagram whatever is, it, is it? Ah, uh, Jose? Yeah, like A-W-W-J-O-S-E. But, like, yeah, but how would oh, you say? Oh, there oh, we go. Ah, Jose. Oh, Jose. Okay. <laughs> I always wondered that. Yeah, I named my band, like, my one punk band a long time ago, All James. Okay. And this guy was, uh, he was really, he would walk around the shop and work, and he looked like Elvis, but he was like the, uh, he dressed like, you know, he'd slick his hair, and he dressed just like Elvis, and, you know, had the cuff pants, like a greaser kind of Oh, look. yeah, like rockabilly kind and of. And he would come around and just do the trash. He would just take your trash and then go throw it out for you and come back, and but he was the weirdest guy. He'd be like... Oh, James, let me jibble on your head. And you're like, what the fuck? And he would like sing songs. He'd be like, I was sucking some cock down on Route 66. And he would like sing all these fucking songs about sucking dick and doing all this shit. And I was like, all right. And he would say all James all the time. And I'm like, no, my name's Joe. And he'd be like, oh, James, I know your name. Like, it wouldn't even matter. So I was like, what a great name for a band. Man, you, you collect them all, don't you? Dude, I got them. Got them all. So I, so I name all my shit basically that now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, today we are going to be doing a um, two movies. Uh, we're doing Rudderless. Yes. And Black Bear. Black Bear, that's right. And um, these were, well, let's say this, uh, Joe had watched these before I did and he recommended both of these Um these are these are Joe Joe Fines. Yeah, and uh, Doug had recommended Rudderless to me. Yeah, I I knew about Black Bear. I knew about Black Bear too, so I was like, I'm gonna watch it because I, I follow yeah. Aubrey Plaza on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, one of my two celebrities I follow. Uh, I don't think I follow her though. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll start off doing. Uh, you want to do Rudderless first? Yeah, let's do uh, let's do Rudderless. Okay, we can do Rudderless first, and. Uh, just uh, check this out. All right. So, you want to read the? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, go, go through the synopsis and whatnot. Uh, so, Rudderless is um, it's a movie about a father dealing with the loss of their child. Um, the movie kind of opens up where the the father he's in some sort of sales of advertising or something, and he just lands a big deal. So yeah. he's happy. He wants to celebrate with his son. So he calls 
his son. He's like, hey, man, you got to skip class. The son's at college. Uh, I'm going to I'm hop in the car. I'll pick you up. I'll be there in like 30 minutes. Uh, the son seems kind of apprehensive. Um, he's and, like, oh, should I skip class? Should yeah, yeah. I not? And then he hears the bell ring. And he's like, I'm just going go yeah, to go He looks at the tower and he, he ends up going to class or to the library. Um, anyways, when he does do that, the father is like waiting for him at this bar. Uh, or restaurant. It was a little weird. They were pub, up a pub, pub restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe like uh, chilies or some shit. And uh, the dad sees that there has been a campus shooting, um, and so you find out that the son had died in this camp- campus shooting. Yeah. Um, and it's basically the dad loses his stuff and turns Captain Ron for a little bit. and yep. Lives on a boat. Lives on a boat, and uh, he. Pretty much develops a big drinking problem. Huge drinking problem. We're talking like every night he drinks to go to bed. He wakes up every morning, Just, horrible hangover. And um, immediately starts doing it again. He went from like an advertising exec to a hourly painter, paint scraper job. Yeah, he like paints houses or scrapes houses. And he yeah. shows up late and doesn't give yeah. a fuck. Um, he, his uh, ex-wife stops by and gives him his son's guitar and uh, some of his like writing pads and some of his music. And so he starts to listen to his son's music and really gets to know his son a little bit further. Yeah. Because they both liked music together. And I think uh, they both played music. They both played music. So the dad got the son into playing guitar and whatnot. Yeah. And the mom kind of reiterates that of saying that, you know, music was always you guys think you guys' thing. So, you, you know, you guys are playing, so you might enjoy his stuff. Yeah. Um, and they had bought him a new amplifier or something, or they bought him some new gear and that had never been opened before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was, he got some like brand new fucking like amplifier or, or guitar that he had to take on the boat. <laughs> so the, uh, the, the dad kind of, he listens to, uh, the CDs and I think it's like each CD is one song and the son has recorded like on the CD, it says like the date and the name of the song. Um, and the dad um, really falls in love with it, and he starts to learn the songs. He listens to it at like first song he listens to at work over and over again um, until he, with his coworkers, goes to like a bar that has an open mic night. Yeah, uh, and he Which starts is very relatable to me. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And he starts to perform these songs. Uh, he doesn't tell anybody that they're his son's songs. Um, he doesn't tell anyone that he wrote them either. He just. He just plays it. Yeah. Um, and it attracts the attention of... Uh, Which, what's... Uh, first, let's... Um, the the main character who we're talking about, the dad, is uh, Billy uh, Crawdup. Crawdup? Yeah. Billy Crudup or Crawdup. Uh, he is from uh, Almost Famous. He's like the main guitar player in Almost oh, Famous. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, anyway, great actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah great actor. Uh, but he... Does a good job, too. Yeah. So he does the, the first song, and nobody really is feeling the song. Um, he does, like, an acoustic version. But there is a young, like, 21-year-old kid who uh, stops him after, like, at the end of the night and says, Hey, man, what you played in there was amazing. Um, and so these two, using the son's songs, uh, basically form together a group and they start playing these songs a little bit more of a and Joe and I have the exact same like the music sounds like Mumford and Son lyrics 
Yeah. And then it's like if the Ramones were to come in and play it. Because it went yeah. from acoustic to more of a punk vibe. Yeah, it had this punky, um, punky folk vibe. Yeah. But, you know, without... It didn't have the folk of like, you know, it didn't have like a uh, banjo or, uh, you know, some some other crazy cool yeah folk punk band. But it did have like a Ramones and a, and a Mumford & Sons feel. It had like this, you know, smash up, uh, I thought too, yeah, so. Yeah, and the uh, the 21-year-old uh, actor is the guy from uh, Star oh. Trek, the one who got sadly pinned and killed by his own car. I'm forgetting yeah, his An- name. Anton... Um, Yelchin. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he was also in. Um, he was also in uh, Charlie something. I don't fucking know. Charlie Baker. The one where shit. he like gives like school advice kind of thing. Yeah. He. Um, he was in um, Hearts in Atlantis as a child actor. He's a, he's a child actor from. Uh, and Hearts in Atlantis is a Stephen King book, uh, and they only cover uh, a short part of the book in this movie hearts in atlantis uh but he he does a great job he's a great actor he, yeah he was he in was, uh, alpha dog he was in green room yeah um, green room i think he's in one of the crappy terminators uh charlie bartlett was that's the, what it Char- yeah. not charlie baker charlie yeah, bartlett charlie bartlett um, odd thomas was the one i was talking about before yeah odd, odd thomas, thomas yeah. yeah so, so um so this movie, <clears throat> um, by the way, I watched both of these movies last night. Uh, back, to back. back to back. Back to back. I watched Rudder the second, although we're doing it first. Um, what time did you get home anyway? Like late? Yeah, I think like I got home. home. I think I got home at like 1130. Started like midnight? Yeah, or? yeah. So yeah, Joe and I both work last night. If you don't know, we, we work at a bar. Yeah. Um, so I got home at 1130 last night. And I, yeah, I just plowed through two movies. Nice. Uh, yeah dedication right there <laughs> dedication dedication you know um i really did like this movie i mean i'm not gonna say i really did like it mm-hmm. but the premise i liked yeah i would say same for me i like this movie um the concept and the premise is great yeah um it's William H. Macy's uh, debut film. Yeah, directorial debut for William. And he's also in the movie. He's the guy who actually owns the the bar that has the, the open mic night. Yeah, the bar. Which he's, he's like, hey, can, you guys think you can learn more songs? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'd like to have you every Saturday night. Um, he's not a huge part in this movie. Um, I thought the acting was really well done. I thought the, uh, the view of... Um, the you know the view of the parent coping with something like that has been done, um, but this was just like a, a kind of like a different take on it. Yeah, a different take on the point of view of you know certain situations. I would say you know as a parent going yeah. through something. You, you know, know, a parent who really wasn't there for his child, although like loved his child. Yeah, but like going back can go through his notebooks and stuff and see. Yeah what he was writing about in the feelings that he was having about certain things. And, yeah. Maybe, um, you know, maybe the dad was too busy because he shows he's a, a marketing executive and he's yeah. working all the time. Uh, yeah. Maybe, you know, wasn't They allude that the there. ex-wife says that you weren't always there. So, you know, it, it's just the dad is like, doesn't know how to cope. He feels somehow responsible. Yeah. Um, but like, did I raise my son properly? You know, yeah, did yeah, I yeah, do yeah. this properly? Like, you know, like, you know, was there more I could have said before he passed away kind yeah. of stuff? Um, yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a great movie. It's not. I wasn't. It wasn't like it didn't sadden me at all, which is kind of crazy. Uh, it did. It. I didn't. I didn't cry during the movie at all. I no. felt a little bit of sadness, and I think the reason for that was some of the the music was had this very. Not all songs were, you know, punk because they were doing uh, like some uh, acoustic versions and, right. you know, other melodies that, you know, were, were slower and a little sadder. So that kind of made me get, you know, this little, you know, the, like the last song they played at the very end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, the last whatever, song was touching. You know, kind of sad. Um, but, and, that, and the music is by uh, Simon Stedman and, uh, uh, let's see, Char- Carlton Petus, aka Solid State. I don't know. These guys. Wrote and played the music. I mean, the music was bad. I'm going to say the lyrics were pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, li- I like the music, and I think that's another thing that set off this movie is it really um, tied the movie together, really, I think. Yeah. You know, because it's not only a, a journey of of uh, loss. It's a journey of self-discovery, too, you know, yeah. about uh, moving on and moving forward and then ta- you know, t- tackling this with music. And I think that really adds an element to the film that some films just don't have. Yes. You know, and they bring that all together in this, I think. I, there was one thing I didn't like about the film. And so, you know, the father lives on this boat and he lives in this like uh, marina community. I don't even know if he's supposed to be living there, but it's on a lake. It's yeah. not on an ocean. Um, actually, I don't even know what city it was in. Oh, uh, I want to say it was in somewhere in Oklahoma. Okay, so I believe is what I read. I think somewhere in Oklahoma City um, area. But yeah, there was this interaction between the neighborhood representative of the Marina District, who was like this nerdy. I don't. I don't even know. It yeah, was just that like, kind of the, that kind was, was like that was that was like a bullying kind of a situation. Yeah, it was like summer vacation. It like all of a sudden is that the John Candy movie I'm thinking of? Uh, Summer rental. Summer rental, yeah. Yeah, it was like summer rental all over again. Like the regatta, like everything in it. And yeah, it just was... didn't really fit in with the movie. Yeah, that part they could have left out of the movie. Yeah. I think they wasted time filming. I think it took away from the movie, personally. I think so, yeah, it did. It kind of was a distraction of being like, what the fuck are they talking it's about? It's this like somber, you know, movie, this, you know, drama. And then in between, they have like this weird interaction between these two. I think they wanted to show how much of a dick he was being, you know, because of the yeah. reasons. and. And honestly, if you were that guy from the thing, you would just kick that fucking guy out and blew up his exactly. boat or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. You just would have asked him to move. So, yeah. Uh, interesting thing about this was the budget was five million dollars, and at the box office, it only made five hundred and eighty-four thousand. Yeah, it doesn't do the movie justice because the movie is not not that bad. I just don't think it had very good um, publicity. Like on it, I had yeah, never I heard of this so. movie. It came out. Now this is not a new movie. This movie came out in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Um, uh, one of the recommendations from uh, our fearless leader, Dougal Doug. Uh, yeah, Dougal Termenstein. Doug Termenstein. If we if we say his name correctly, it's kind of <laughs> you just say it real quick and hope it's correct. Yeah, Termenstein. Termenstein. Uh, yeah, Doug recommended this movie. He was like, "Great film." I'm. He's like, "I just." I'm getting on this now, and I'm I'm surprised I missed it because you know I'm I'm actually surprised I missed this one too. Because yeah, me it, too. It seems like it it would have been a mainstream movie. I just don't know if you know who knows how the movie industry really works with who gets what publicity and but I had never heard of this movie and I definitely should have because it was actually this movie is worthwhile. Um, yeah, and it's it's right up my alley because it's got the music, it's got. 
it's got all the, the elements of that I like, you know, and like it's it would remind me like even for that guy Billy uh, Crudup, he sort of plays in these music movies. Like I love Almost Famous. Almost Famous is like one I could watch that movie ten million times. Oh, you're a band aid, totally. This this movie I don't think I could watch ten million times. No, 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 no. This is this is definitely a movie where you like watch. I don't think I could watch Almost Famous ten thousand times. It's not The Godfather, right? Well, it's not The Godfather. <laughs> um, but. And there, there's like obviously there's like some stuff that we're avoiding to mention. The movie is worth a watch. Like, uh, not a kids movie, um, you know. And it's not like a couples movie. It's just a kind of movie yeah. you want to watch. If you if you got like a rainy day and you want to watch something that's not a comedy, give this one a whirl. Yeah, it's. I don't want to say it's depressing, but it touches some sadder notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know? mean, anything when a you know a kid is. Uh, it's kind of when a parent has to deal with like a kid death. It's it's. It's a little bit tougher. Yeah, but it sort of goes on a roller coaster, sort of up and down. Actually, yeah. it's sort of you know when they're playing the music, he's got this happy feels. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. He's, you know. he's trying to make the the dad's trying to make a best. Like the it's very therapeutic. Is it's a tale of like him like just coming to grips with what happened. Yeah, and the 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 girlfriend or ex girlfriend of the kid is played by Selena Gomez. No, oh, yeah, yeah, she pops up know, in there, which is which was, is just a very very funny like little. Cameo. She has like basically cameos. Yeah, and actually her acting was horrible. Horrible acting. Horrible. She was the worst one. Dude, yeah. Selena Gomez was I was like, oh, they could have picked a better actress. They could have been a better it's just her fucking name. It was just her name and yeah, it was just bad acting. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I did not like her character at all. I was just like, oh Jesus. What would you give this movie? Oh, I would give this movie probably a seven point five. Okay. I thought it was good. It could have been it could have been great, but yeah, I felt like they sort of, uh, like you said, you know, they got the regatta. There were some things that they didn't touch on that could have been. Uh, I think they wasted time filming that stuff in the story. Yeah. So when the dad finds out about the death, this is I, I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, mm-hmm. There were definitely some things that they could have cut out and some things that they could have gone into more depth with. Uh, yeah. And could have made it a better, uh, if, if you want to think of it as yeah. a twist or not twist, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, it's sort of straightforward, but yeah. you know, if you this, miss things, you're gonna miss it. it. It was the thing is, is like it, it, it doesn't show. It's it just it's like you know that the son dies, and then like the next thing you know, like it shows the dad like watching it on TV. Then he pours a glass of scotch or something. Yeah, and then it cuts to like two years later. Yeah, it's it, like okay, so and he's been an alcoholic the whole time, and like, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. So they, and he's yeah. like he's like lost his job and you know I don't know he's, like, he's yeah. just yeah it just I don't think it was done that well but I'm gonna give it a seven because the the premise and the, actually the music I really did like yeah that's what I thought I thought the music the acting uh, the movie itself as a whole was a good movie and yeah. worth the watch and I don't think I wasted my time watching it it was good yeah yeah so, so okay um you got a recommendation for anything that's similar to it. I do have a recommendation for. Do you want to save it to the end, or you want to go right off? Just recommend. Okay, you know we'll do we'll do both the recommendations at the end. We'll okay. do, we'll, we'll discuss uh, the other movie that we watched was the Aubrey Plaza. Uh, I'm going to say this: stellar acting, like Aubrey Plaza. Um, She's great. Was the shining star in this movie? Like, I've uh, I watched the TV show Legend. Um, Oh, or it's not Legend, show. sorry, Legion. Oh, Legion. Uh, which she is amazing in. And if you are into some weird sci-fi X-Men stuff, 
that movie is super artistic and totally worth a watch. Yeah. But this movie would not be the same without Aubrey Plaza in it. Yes, definitely. Because she kind of always has the... You don't know if she's joking or if she's serious. and It's like... Her, the character, her character is very always. similar to her. And I think that's the way she is in real life. I think so, too. She just You just can't tell. Um, so Black Bear... movie we're talking about is Black Bear. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a two-part movie. So there's book one and book two. Or part one, part two. Yeah. Or act one, act two, whatever. The first part is Aubrey Plaza plays an actress who's going on... She's like an actress who used to be an actress, but now she's like a, a writer director yes um and she does movies and she goes to um i believe it's upstate new york or something i think it is upstate new york because the 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 couple talk about moving from brooklyn um to get away from i think usually brooklyn you just go upstate new york um do like a cabin in the woods kind of a thing and so she has like a little bit of writer's block for her next thing so she just wants to go out there and kind of on a retreat um and we obviously it's so hard to like tell you about the movie without telling you the plot but she goes up there um and it's her interaction with this couple who are expecting a um the woman is pregnant the husband they they're not married and they don't like they don't get along this, yeah they're the odd couple basically yeah, um, just don't interact or don't yeah. mesh well together and then the second part of the movie book 2 is and this is like Joe and I's interpretation is about the movie being made that Abby Plaza writes while she's visited this cabin. I, I think that's and that's what I take on it. Yeah, you know, but the character switch around. Yeah, so so the, the the three characters in the beginning when it's her at this like Airbnb, but it's not an Airbnb. She's like it's like a bed and breakfast almost. Yeah. Um, they're the exact same characters in the making of the movie. So the husband and the wife who own the building turn into the lead actress and the director in the second. And Aubrey Plaza, I think, plays the same person. She plays... I don't know if her name was Allison. I forget now if her name was Allison in the beginning. I think it was. I think it was Allison. I think it was because the character names are the same. Yeah. But just the the actors playing those characters switch around. Yeah. So, uh, as I said, I watched both of these movies last night. Yeah. And, you know, I get home from work. You know, Darren gets a little stoned. Uh, this movie had my anxiety level at a nine. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a... This movie, like, the first part of... The first 20 minutes is about, like, a couple that are just don't get along but they got a kid on the way and it's like watching i don't know if you've ever been in the scene where either you are getting in an argument with your significant other or your friends are having the argument and you just don't want to be anywhere near it oh yeah like i don't like that stuff i hate that yeah and i mean if i didn't have to do this i probably would have stopped the movie because it i mean literally it had my this is not a movie to watch when you're stoned it is too it's too uh, high, high, high anxiety, yeah. man. It's it's intense. I had a little high anxiety, and I didn't even get high when I watched it. Oh yeah, I mean, I was yeah, I was already at like a like a seven or eight there, just just watching the movie and just having to deal because you you were like, oh my god, this these people are arguing like about nonsense. Oh yeah, you know, it, but it's but though what I liked about the writing is that it, the the writing itself wasn't nonsense. It was it was um, what real people would argue about oh yeah you know what i mean it was 
you know, political-ish, but not. He was, you know, it had uh, something. Um, well, the, so, yeah, <laughs> there was, like, the girlfriend. Yeah, um, in the first act. In the first act, who's not Aubrey Plaza. She annoyed me to no extent because it was like one of these people who was having an argument that for some reason, like you, you don't realize that that the person who's having the argument doesn't realize that they're in the wrong. Um, they're, and they're like yeah. just picking a fight. Yeah. And I just, I, I hated it. It just like, I was mm-hmm. like, come on lady. Let's, let's yeah, have let, a break let's, here. Let's let it go, dude. Let's, let's let it go. Let it go. And she just kept, she just kept moving. going and going and it, you know. Kudos to the actors because it made me feel that way. Yes, but this is not a Darian movie. Yeah, this is not a Darian movie. I I don't think I even uh, like this sort of style of movie either. I mean, I've watched a lot of these different movies, like a lot of these styles too. But like this movie, like it was just a little. It felt to me that it was all over the place, and at some point almost too real yeah. too at the same time you know i was like where are they going with this shit you know you know when you watch like a uh, like one of those final destination movies mm-hmm. and you know something's going to happen and they just keep on hinting at it and hinting at it but it doesn't happen although you know it's going to happen yeah that causes me way too much anxiety yeah like you know if it's like a suspense or a horror that's fine but if it's like a drama yeah and this is it's I was just like, oh, my God, make it end. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of, uh, you know, how these building. It, this movie, in all in all, on both halves, is really, it, it it shows you how shitty human beings can be. Because everybody in these, both of the stories are just, everybody are horrible people. They're all, there is not one good protagonist in Either of the stories. Yeah, it seems they don't have any good morals or good self-respect for, for even respect for their their friend's yeah. uh, cabin or like, you yeah, know when the, she just comes yeah, in like you know like if you're hosting like a guest, do you like immediately get into an argument about the guest and tell the guest stuff? No, that does not happen in real life. No. Um, yeah, it's a little bit. You know, obviously it's far fetched. Yes. In, in that kind of a term, but it really, it really sort of tackles um honestly the film tackles what it's like to be a writer right and what it's like to film and they sure to so they sure to show you the behind the scenes of filming and sort of behind the scenes of of, of writing you know writing yeah. you got this very slow uh silent period where you you know people are having arguments and you're sort of just jotting notes down and whatnot and then then you go to the film and then they you know you got the crew and all the crew interacting is weird and funny. And then some of these people get stoned as well. And their anxiety goes up. And they don't know what the fuck's going on. And, you know, at, you know, at some point, you're just, like, watching this movie being made about this couple. And you're just like, what the fuck is the rest of the cast doing? The cast is, like, off on La La Land. Like, the girl doesn't even know the script. Like, well, you know, nothing. It's just like... So, <laughs> this is the thing. is like... This movie is going along. So Ari Plaza, in the second part of the movie, she is the wife of the director. Yeah. So then she becomes the wife. And I think she wrote the story and they, you know, and he's directing it. And she, like, he's trying to pull a Stanley Kubrick mm-hmm. 
and like torture her to get her to act better to like make her seem frustrated it's like it's like what stanley kubrick did to shelly duvall in the shining yeah. you know you just make her do it over and over and over again and you break her down until she's like a frazzled and then you and know, you get when all she this actually, emotion. you get all this emotion. She just looks like a broken down individual, right? So that's and happening then, in the movie. And then they're like, "Film right now!" Yeah, but then you got everybody else like, and it's it it's in the same cabin. Yeah, which is so like I mean we may be like getting this movie like slightly wrong. Who knows? We could be fucking way off. On we some could be shit. way off, but I mean this is our take on this what is we our thought. take because I mean I thought about it for a while and I was like, well, this had to be her writing it, and then them trying to use that cabinet and to like put it back into and when she was writing it she was just thinking of her husband and this other actress yeah i don't know i i like the movie but um <laughs> i won't watch it again no i i can't even say if i i like the movie i didn't dislike the movie yeah um i thought I thought the, all the acting was great and fantastic. I think the three main actors did a great job. Yeah, which was Audrey Plaza, Chris Abbott, Chris Abbott, and Sarah Gaiden. Gaiden, 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 Gaiden. Yeah, um, those three. And the director was all right. He did a good director job, which is Lawrence Michael Levine. Yeah, which he directed VHS two. That's the only movie he directed. <laughs> a lot of movies, and I haven't heard of a fucking single one of them. <laughs> But I heard of VHS 2, and I've seen VHS 2, which was all right, but it ain't no VHS 1. If you want a horror movie, watch VHS 1. That's a movie. <laughs> but not bad directing. It seemed like the directing was good. The shots were good. Um, yeah. But I think for me, the movie as a whole and how they wanted to view it was sort of there, but not at the same time. So it was like, I don't know. I, I just, I just couldn't really get into it get into it yeah no this movie is definitely an artistic i think this is like an industry movie um like that he's like trying to like explain like some of the process that maybe writers have and then the the weird things that happen on set like we always hear about like you know um christian bale blowing up on set or uh, or tom cruise you know any of those like and I think it's just a product. It's a, he's showing that it's a product of the industry. Like this is the way these people start to think. To yeah, and these guys aren't even celebrities. They're just more of a, like the directors are out there to get everything they can out of the actors, and some actors don't need that, and some actors do, and you have yeah. to like put them through hell to get right. this emotion out of. Um, yeah, the, and the the title of the film is semi misleading. Um, does not have to do much with a black bear. No. Although there is a black bear in it. There is a black bear in it, but uh, yeah, it doesn't really have anything to do with the film. I yeah. mean, it's sort of, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I would I would, I would, much rather seen um, a different uh, characters as the writer, and, and then I would have rather seen it go into <clears throat> production. Yeah. Uh, I would have rather seen that film. Yeah. With all the quirky, you can still have the quirky shit in there, but I would like... You know, it's just made it too confusing, I think. I, I don't think it was confusing. Not confusing, but... I think it was... It's it's just not a me movie. That, that's my main gripe with it. It's, it. Well, I just... Th- I didn't think it was confusing. I just think it was like... It, it didn't... It didn't show the potential of those parts. 
as a writer, you know, as as a, and then as the film, the film, I thought I thought the the ending, the second act was way better than the first act. Well, so like I the first the, act was like, like you said, very high anxiety. Yeah, the first twenty minutes of the first book, sorry, uh, the first twenty minutes of the first book, as they, they call it, book one and book two, was. I mean, way too much. I mean, it was just, like, people arguing and, like, it was just bad. Um, but at the end, when you find out that she's, like, she's, like, writing, you kind of, like, you, I don't know if you, I don't even know if that's They just show her, like, in a bathing not, suit. Yeah. She's, like, in, like, and this is funny. It's, like, she's in this bathing suit, and it just kept reminding me of uh, Sandlot. Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah. the, the, ba- the bathing suit. You know those red bathing suits that it looks like lifeguards? fucking Baywatch. Yeah, it's like a lifeguard. It's just that lifeguard red bathing suit. And I, mean, I just kept thinking wearing? about, yeah, uh, whatever, Pumper, whatever that one is from Sandlot. Pumpernickel? Pumper, is it Peppercorn? Pe- pepper, peppercorn. 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 Cindy Peppercorn? Something like that. I don't know. Sandlot's one. Wendy Peppercorn. Wendy, yeah, Wendy that's Peppercorn? it. Yeah. Peppercorn? 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 Something like that. Something like that. Um, but Squints. Squints. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would. I'm gonna give this movie also a. No man. I'm gonna give this movie a six and a half, but I'm gonna give Aubrey Plaza a nine, if that makes any sense. I mean, Uh, I would too. But yeah, I mean, this is like she has the capability of being. I mean, she shows full range of emotion, um, and you know, the first half kind of highlights, you know, how she's kind of like that tough, edgy. Uh, yeah. Woman, do you see her vagina in this? I don't even know. I forget. <laughs> no, you do not see her. You don't see her vagina. Vagina. <laughs> see that vagina? <laughs> uh, I don't even think you see her her breasts. Although it, it, she's like, you see her butt a lot. She is like naked in this movie, but um, yeah, I forgot. Know. I was like, do you see her naked? I don't really. It's very. I think yeah, just the, just the butt. Yeah, the yeah. Um, I think she's past that, you know, she did the little hours or the late hours or whatever that movie that she did. Yeah. If you want to see her topless with some other comedian topless, uh, check it out. Yeah. This is not Mr. Skin, but let's do it. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. I'm going to give this movie a six because the movie itself as a whole, I just didn't enjoy. It's not my kind of movie either. Although I really love acting and I love the acting process, um, it... It just fell short for it, me. It, it wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. It's not an enjoyable movie. And not saying that all movies should be enjoyable. But it this movie, it was like it was created to torture the audience is the way I felt. That's kind of what I felt. And get your anxiety levels up. Oh, yeah. But it, it was very real. Like, you have to watch some of those films, I think. You know, because if you've never been in those kind of situations before, you know, where your friends are arguing or whatever, or you're arguing, and then your significant other goes upstairs, and then you're left alone with a couple, and then your mind fucking will start racing and you're gonna be like i'm going downstairs because they could be fucking or doing this or talking shit right now however they fall in love you know people have done that before uh so yeah it's just an interesting take that i just didn't take <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't take yeah, it, did, it didn't take so um yeah i give it a six okay uh, it, great acting like i love audrey plaza i think she did a great job i even think christopher abbott did a great yeah christopher job. abbott uh and he was in a, another movie he was in uh possessor, possessor mm-hmm. which um, yeah, I mean, this guy, he's got some talent, so. And I don't know if I read somewhere where there was Steven Spielberg's son acting in debut. Was that in this movie? Or was that something else? Well, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, I don't know. I'll, have to, I'll have to do more research on that one, but. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so we just, let's just give, 
we'll give you two recommendations that um so we, for a movie that's similar to or if if a one roundabout would, a roundabout um for rudderless what do you uh for rudderless i'm gonna say you know i i did a little it's in a similar genre those you know but different at the same time i'm gonna go with higher learning oh uh, Michael Epps, uh, yeah, Michael, Michael Rappaport, Michael Rappaport, Omar Epps, or Omar Epps, Omar, Omar Epps, Epps yeah. Michael Rappaport, Ice Cube, um, Ice Cube, Busta Rhymes, Busta Rhymes, <laughs> um, a, uh, Christy Swanson, yeah, uh, Ty, Tyrese, no, Tyra Banks, is it Tyra Banks? Tyra is Banks, it Tyra Banks? Yeah, I think it's Tyra Banks. Um, yeah, that, that actually that's one of it's them. An all star cast. That movie's amazing, and it deals with a bit more. It's college still, but it also deals with shooting and racism and stuff. And yeah, I think yeah. that movie made me angry and stand up more like how I, I mean, rudderless is different, but it's a, it's a different take, you know, there's yeah. still music, there's still fucking shit in there, but it's like a different college movie about sort of a similar subject. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to recommend a movie that kind of, I mean, it isn't like even remotely that close as far as like a uh, plot. Uh, it's a movie called Joe. Oddly enough, starring yeah, my, not me, <laughs> a fan favorite, <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Uh, it's actually one of his better movies that no one's actually heard of or seen. Um, we should just have a Nicolas Cage day too. Oh God, the day there's not enough days in the week, my friend. There's not <laughs> enough days in the week. Um, yeah, but check out Joe. It's a Nicolas Cage like a, owns like a company that uh, like clears trees. They like go around and poison trees, and they hire this young boy who's like. Um, having some family troubles and he kind of like you know helps him out and is like a father figure when his father figure is not really there and just abusive so yeah, yeah check out joe all right all right um well. oh yeah and for something for like black bear i mean check oh, out yeah i the right. i got the movie i may have mentioned before tangerine uh mm. highly interesting movie it's like another artistic one it's one single day um I think it's shot on an iPhone. Uh, it has to do with uh, Cindy, the main character, getting re- released from jail. Uh, she's transgender, and she's trying to find her boyfriend who cheated on her while she was in jail. Yeah. Uh, it's it's amusing. Uh, may not be everybody's cup of tea. So but worth beware. a watch. Yeah, worth a watch. Um, I'm going to recommend for Black Bear, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, which it's got these two best friends. These two kids film a lot of random shit. They want to be directors or they want to do something with film and they make all these movies. Uh, they're so they're low budget, they're just whatever shot. They're uh, and uh, they learn that their one friend who's a girl is dying. She has cancer of some sort, and then they start hanging out and she sort of gets into the process of the filmmaking or watching the fi- and uh, sort of goes on this journey of three friends um, you know uh, talking about the movie, making the movies and hanging out and it's uh, it's really good. It's, right. a, it's a little bit more on the sad side, but also at the same time, adventurous. It's cool. Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah, we'll catch you guys on the B reel, and uh, this is. Uh, oh, if you need to, if you need to email us. That's too. right. Uh, if you guys, yeah, one and it, it, like have any like content, if you guys are looking for movies in a certain direction, um, go ahead and email us at Joe and Darian at the movies. Or Joe and Darian go to the movies. Either either one, because I got, got both. Them both. <laughs> got them both. Um, and that's J O E A N D D A R I E N at the movies, or go to the movies at gmail.com. 
So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, so, we'll catch you on the B-Reel. Yeah. See you next time, guys. Later.